So today's topic is um, forgiveness. I know that many people suffer and struggle with forgiving others, other people. And uh, forgiveness has never been a hard thing for me. I'm just naturally built that way that I forgive and I move on. And I know that some people really struggle with this. You know, and so if you're struggling with forgiveness, this episode is for you. And if you um, are good in forgiving other people, I'm just so good that you're able to do that. You can still listen as well because we still have some blockages, all of us, some way, um, in some shape or form or the other. We all have some kind of blockages when it comes to forgiving other people. All right, you can forgive, but then what do you do? Do you hold a grudge? You know, um, does it mean if you're holding a grudge, you really have forgiven a person? You know what I mean? So sometimes the hurt is very deep. Sometimes um, it's so deep that such a, uh, such as when a spouse or a parent betrays a trust, or even when we are a victim of crime, or when you've been feeling harshly bullied, and anyone who has suffered um, a grievous hurt knows that when our inner world is badly disrupted, it's difficult to concentrate on anything. You know, some people get so hurt that they can't even wake up in the morning. Um, you can't even concentrate on anything other than uh, your, your turmoil or pain. So when we hold on to hurt, we are emotionally and uh, cognitively hobbled and our relationships suffer. Relationships suffer so badly that um you just stop talking to those people right because you can't forgive but forgiveness is a strong medicine for this when life hits us hard there is nothing as effective as forgiveness for healing deep deep wounds and many people have uh, misconceptions about what forgiveness really means and they may um think of it in a different way you know others may want to forgive but wonder whether or not they truly can forgiveness does not necessarily come easily but it is possible for many of us to achieve and if we have the right tools and are willing to put in the effort um you have to know what forgiveness is and why it matters right forgiveness is about goodness about extending mercy to those who have harmed us even if they don't deserve it it is not about finding excuses for the offending person's behavior or pretending it didn't happen right no if there's a quick formula you can follow forgiveness is a process and with many steps that often proceeds in an in a non-linear fashion fashion but it is well worth the effort to forgive working on forgiveness can help us increase our self-esteem and give us a sense of inner strength and safety it can reverse the lies that we often tell ourselves when someone has hurt us deeply. Lies like I am defeated or I'm not worthy. Forgiveness can heal us and allow us to move on in life with meaning and purpose. Forgiveness matters and we will be its primary beneficiary. This past few weeks for me, have been really interesting um, because I had a little bit misunderstanding with the with the neighbor, and I literally knew what I had wronged her, and I asked for her to forgive me, but she didn't forgive me. She's upset. She's like, "Oh no, I I'm done with you." B I T C H, right? Um, 
it was not fully my fault um, is the way she approached one situation and it involved kids and once she went that route I decided to retreat give her space and when the time was right I said okay today's the day I'm gonna go get her flowers and so she can forgive me or we can move forward whatever the situation was but guess what she was still upset but I released it in my life and she's still upset so she lives with that every day upon her life but that's the life she chooses to live and so for me I'm moving on with my life as normal I'm like I'm free I'm happy I asked you to forgive me if you don't want to forgive me that's okay so sometimes you ask to um, you we are you you are the one who wrong people and if you're able to say I'm sorry and then they don't accept your sorry or um, your apology it's okay right um, it's all about the goodness and extending mercy to those who have harmed us. Or even if you harm other people, right? You make a mistake, you should be able to say, I'm sorry. It, it doesn't hurt to say, I'm sorry, and really mean it. And once you do that, you move on from that. If the other person is still harboring over what happened, it's their problem, really. There's nothing you can do. But as long as you release yourself from the stress of having something over your shoulders and freeing yourself from stress of having that on you you are good to go right it is all worth it like i said it's it increases your self-esteem and it gives you a sense of inner strength and safety and it re it can really re release all the lies that we often tell ourselves when somebody has hurt us deeply lies like i'm defeated or i'm not worthy you know I know that I'm worthy of forgiveness, so it's easy for me to forgive other people because I know what forgiveness does. Because I am a Christian, I know what Christ has done for me. It's easy for me to forgive because I know that mercy belongs to everybody. But that doesn't mean like we have to be friends when I'm asking for forgiveness from you. We don't have to be friends, you know. And studies have shown that forgiving others produces strong psychological benefits for the, the one who forgives. <laughs> It has been shown to decrease depression, anxiety, and healthy anger and symptoms of PTSD. But we don't just um, forgive to help others or ourselves, right? Forgiveness can lead to psychological healing. Yes, but in its, in its essence, it's not something about you or done for you. It is something you extend towards other people because you recognize over time that is the best response to the situation. I don't believe in living in anger, no matter the situation. I, I, I'm just okay for that. Um, God has created me that way, that it's easier, it's easy for me to let go of things that really bother me. And I'm able to correct them quickly by talking to the person. If the person has, has wronged me, I don't hold on to that inside of my heart. I am, um, I'm just, that's just how I'm built, right? I actually uh, take that back. When I was younger, because of the Christianity, Christian background, I used to just let people run over me and do whatever they wanted to do to me. And then I moved to America and then that changed because I was like, oh my God, I can't live like this, right? I had to become a woman. I had to grow up and I had to allow the process of growing up happen, right? Without any influences that includes my siblings, that includes my mom and father, right? My, my dad and my everybody in my life like I had to let I had to grow 
And I used to go home and be frustrated and cry and cry and cry the whole night. And then the following day, I would move forward. But really, you've cried the whole night, but you didn't deal with the issues, right? So I had to learn to deal with the issues first at hand without even having to go into like a turmoil of just like screaming at people. And I, I, now I know like if somebody wrongs me, which is what happened with my neighbor, I went straight to her and I said, hey, this happened, blah, blah, blah. Um, the intention was not to hurt her, it was just to actually just talk about the issues, something that had happened. And of course that had turned into something that I didn't expect. And once I realized that it was going in the wrong direction, I retreated and I asked her to forgive me. She didn't forgive me. She's still upset because of culture differences. What that's what she told me, right? But um, you, you can be forgivingly fit, right? So, like for instance, for me, I feel like I'm forgivingly fit. I'm not perfect though. I still have some issues there and there. But to practice forgiveness, it helps you have. If you have worked on positive change in your inner world by learning to be what I call forgivingly fit, just as you would start slowingly with a new physical um, exercise routine, it helps if you build up your forgiving heart muscles slowly, incorporating regular workouts into your everyday life. So you can start become becoming more fit by making a commitment to do no harm. In other words, making a conscious effort not to talk um, bad about other people, like someone who hurt you. You don't have to talk bad about them. You don't have to talk bad about them. Like, for instance, when the whole situation happened, we're a group of um, of neighbors here who, in my neighborhood where we our children played together, the first thing that I didn't do was to go to the next neighbor and say, guess what happened between me and the other neighbor? I didn't do that. Because you know why? It doesn't serve me to go around talking about the neighbor, right? It's bad. Gossip, I don't like gossip. So it's just not good. So you can, you can start becoming more fit by making a commitment to do no harm, in other words, making a conscious effort not to talk about the other person terribly, right? You don't have to say good things. Of course, you don't have to say good things. But if you refrain from talking negatively, it will feed more uh, forgiving side of your mind and heart, right? You know, like, where energy is given, that thing grows, right? So for me, I've learned in, in my past life that if I give energy in something that I don't like, really. I mean, I just don't do that anymore. So you don't gossip about this stuff, you forgive. You learn to forgive. You can also make a practice of recognizing that every person is unique, special, and um, irreplaceable. And you may come to this through religious beliefs or a humanist or philosophy, or even though you believe you believe in, um, even, even through your, your belief in evolution, it's important to cultivate the mindset of valuing our common humanity, Ubuntu so that it becomes harder to discount someone who has harmed you as unworthy. You can show love in small ways, um, in everyday encounters like smiling uh, at uh, grocery uh, cashier or taking time to listen to a child. Giving love when it's, not, when it's unnecessary helps to build the love muscle.
Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Anyway, um, we're still talking about forgiveness here. And I think sometimes pride and power can weaken your efforts to forgive by making you feel entitled and inflated so that you hang on to your resentment as a noble cause. So try to catch yourself when you're acting from that place and choose forgiveness or mercy instead. I mean, if you need inspiration, it can help to seek out stories of mercy into, uh, you know, in the world by going to the to the place um, of forgiveness. Like, for instance, in South Africa, we had um, a truth and reconciliation where we had to forgive the oppressor, right? Somebody who was taking our rights from us, somebody who took our country from us. If we didn't have the forgiveness at that time, um, when Desmond, Desmond Tutu came with that idea of um, truth and reconciliation, talking about the truths and talking about the things that have happened to us, how they caused us pain, how people died through that time, how people got arrested and lost their lives, like the part of their lives because they were in jail for so long, like Nelson Mandela was in jail for 27 years. If he did not implement forgiveness in his life, I think South Africa will be in a different place today. So... I think also the other thing is addressing uh, pain. You know, it is important to figure out who has hurt you and how. And this may seem obvious, but not every action that causes you suffering is, is unjust. For example, you don't need to forgive your child or your spouse for, for, for being imperfect, even if the imperf imperfections are inconvenient for you. You know, so to become clearer, you can look carefully at that at the people in your life, your parents, siblings, peers, spouse, co-workers, children, even, your, even yourself, and rate how much they have hurt you. Perhaps they have ex exercised power over you or withheld love, or maybe they have physically harmed you. These hurts have contributed to your inner pain and need to be acknowledged. So doing this will give you an idea of, of who needs forgiveness in your life and provide a place to start. So. All of us have some kind of pain that we need to address. So addressing the pain help, you know, um, in dealing with the issues, in dealing with resentment, in dealing with why you're stuck, you know. So you have to address all those issues and stuff. And that's how um, you conquer the, um, the resentment, anger, and be out of the place of not forgiving people. And you can develop a forgiving mind through empathy too, you know, the studies have shown that what happens in the brain when we think about forgiving and have discovered that when people when people successfully imagine forgiving someone um, in a hypothetical um, in, in a hypothetical um, situation, they show increased activity in the neural circuits res uh, responsible for empathy. This tells us that empathy is connected to forgiveness is an important step in the process. So sometimes you just gotta feel bad for people and feel sad for them, like when you see someone who's holding so much grudge, you know, if you're an empath, it's easy to just feel it and say, this person is so sad. Because if this person was okay in their heart, it will be easy for them to just forgive. Like I said, if you forgive somebody, it doesn't mean that they have to be your friend. But some people carry so much sadness in their lives that actually they're addicted to sadness that no matter what, they'll rather hold on to the sadness, right? And so, you have to deal with that and don't be addicted to your story. You know, every time there's something, you have to hold on to it to keep you going. 
you know, that's how you wake up in the morning. You wake up angry, you eat lunch angry, you go to bed angry. So you have to really fix those few things and find meaning in your suffering. When we suffer a great deal, it is important that we find meaning in what we have endured, right? Without seeing the meaning, a person can lose a sense of purpose. I always talk about purpose, right? Which can lead to a hopelessness and a despairing conclusion that there is no meaning to life itself. And that doesn't mean we look for suffering in order to grow or try to find goodness in others, bad actions, you know. And instead, we try to see how our suffering has changed us in a positive way. You know what I mean? So even as one suffers, it's impossible. It's, it's possible to, to develop a short-term and sometimes long-range goals in life. Some people begin to think about how they can use their suffering to cope because they've become more resilient or brave. Or they may also realize that the suffering has altered their, their perspective regarding um, what is important in life. I mean, perspective regarding what is important in their lives, changing their long-range goals for, for themselves. So to find meaning is not uh, to diminish your pain or to say that I'll just make the best of it or all things happen for a reason, right? So um, talking about all things happen for a reason, when my mom passed away um, and something had happened that was that really, really shook me, where a family member was doing something inappropriate, right? It always comes at that time when somebody dies. That's when we see people's true colors, even though we have known the true colors of people. So this person did something and they talked to my my best friend and my best friend, my best friend comes and tells me what these people were saying. And my best friend was just in a, in a good space, right? Like she wasn't trying to hurt me or anything. But then I realized, I was like, this is not going any further. So I was like, please, let's stop talking about it because it's not helping me. These people have done this and this and this and this, right? And she was like, oh, it's part of life. And that hurt me because I was like, no, it's not part of life. That's not the way you're supposed to live your life. People hurt people because sometimes they don't, they, they, they just hurt themselves or they just have no idea how to deal with stuff. So when she said that to me, it really hurt me. And I wanted to retaliate, retaliate in a way that, you know, I wanted to call my cousins who was talking to her, you know, and, and it, it became like stupid. But I realized too, that I was in pain. The pain was about losing my mother. And during this pain of losing my mother, some people were using the opportunity to be selfish over my mom's death, you know. And so that whole situation turned into something that it was not. But then I had to find for, forgive, forgiving myself and understand that I am hurt. So sometimes when you're hurt, even when people don't mean things in a bad way, it just digs into that. It, it just makes a pain even deeper than it should be, right? So... And so there still are many ways to find meaning in suffering. And so in my suffering for me, for my mom, I realized that I was like, oh my gosh, I, I had to really find a way of dealing with what I was going through, right? My, my friend didn't mean to hurt me, even though I know the intention of other people, which was my cousins, the intention of them was not good, right? And I wanted to retaliate and call them and say, hey, you've not retaliated, but really deal with the issue directly. But then I realized later on, I was like, no, this is not even worth it. The pain is beyond that. I had to mourn my mom and forget about the people that I haven't seen these people in years, right? They showed up and they popped up from nowhere because my mom was gone, right? And because of that, it brought me so much pain. It brought me so much sadness in a way because I was like, now my mom is gone. You're acting like you, love, you loved my mother, but you did not. So that was a hurt that I've been experiencing for a long time. But when my mom went to heaven, that's when I was like, oh my God, 
these people are back and I wanted to cuss them out. But Jesus, thank you. I didn't have I didn't have to do that because I dealt with the main issue here, which was hurt. I was hurting because of my mom's death and people who have not shown part in our lives showed up when she died. And not in a good way. Right? It benefited them. Right. They put my mom in into into this life insurance so they can benefit money. But they it was my mom's sister basically. But she did not love my mother like that. She they went to the same church together when she saw my mom. She didn't say hello to my mother. And my mom when I talked to her about that stuff, she'd be like, Can you believe my sister was there? And she acted like she didn't see me. And my mom had to go see her all the time. My mom is oldest, is the older is is older than her. She's the oldest in with her, I mean among her, her siblings, right? So stuff like that brings so much pain, but it had nothing to do with anything else. It was because I was hurting because my mom was gone and she couldn't even see all that craziness, craziness that was happening. But when when forgiveness is hard, call upon other strengths, right? Like during the time for me when I was going through that pain, I had to talk to my sister about it to say, hey, I just don't understand how people... Um, how people be people's behavior right when somebody's going through pain that's when they show up and and some of them they don't show up from a good place but i had talked to my family about it i talked to my sister about it i had to just deal with those things like i had to go talk to my husband about it because i was like i cannot deal with this and it's really too much so forgiveness is always hard when we are dealing with the deep injustices from others right so i've known people who refuse to use the word forgiveness because it just makes them so angry and that's okay and I went through that too myself when I was so angry. I got angry because of the hurt. But we all have our own timelines for when we can be merciful. But if you want to forgive and are finding it hard, it might help to call upon other resources. And first remember that if you're struggling with forgiveness, that doesn't mean you are a failure at forgiveness. At forgiveness. Forgiveness is a process and it takes time, patience, and determination. Like for instance, in my case, I stopped talking to my friends, my friends, my friend for a while because I needed space, right? Because I didn't want to hear about my cousin talking about my mom, right? So I stopped. And there's a week where I was going through so much pain, losing my mother. I had to just be away from people and deal with pain and face it. And I did that through meditation, through prayer, through prayer, talking to my husband, you know, talking to close friends, people who I knew that they were going through similar things. Like my sister here in the States was going through the same thing as me. So we were able to talk about those things and release all the negativity out. Right. So. So you have to um, understand that it's a process. It, it, it's a process, and it takes time. And um, some people don't have support, but I think you have to find some kind of support to go through any kind of pain, any kind of um, disappointment, um, and uh, surround yourself with good and wise people who support you and who have the patience to allow you time to heal in your own way. Also, practice humility, Ubuntu. Not in the sense of putting yourself down, but in realizing that we are all we are all capable of imperfection and suffering. Try to develop courage and patience in yourself to help you in the journey. Also, if you practice bearing small slights against you without lashing out, you give a gift to everyone, right? Like for instance, when I realized that I was about to lash out, when I realized that I wanted to cast people out of their behavior something sad no stop go on your knees pray deal with your mom's death meditate 
regarding her death and release all the anger. Talk to the people that care mostly about you, which was my sisters and 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 my husband. Right? So um so also if you practice bearing small slights against you uh without lashing out you give a gift to everyone so i give gift to everyone by dealing with the stuff myself <laughs> and not calling people and cussing people out so not only to the other person but to everyone whom that person may harm in the future because of your anger you can help end the cycle of inflicting pain on others but i think the most important thing as well here is forgiving yourself Forgiving yourself is one of the best gifts you can give yourself. Because one of the reasons why we hold grudges against other people is because even ourselves, we don't give ourselves space to heal and forgive ourselves for all the mistakes that we've done in our lives by hurting other people. So if you give yourself some space and forgive yourself, it becomes easy for you to forgive other people. Right? So that's the belief and I I I believe in that in from the bottom of my heart. And after you have been able to um to to self forgive you also need to engage in seeking forgiveness from others whom you've harmed and 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 right the wrongs as best as you can it is important to be prepared for the possibility that the other person may not be ready to forgive you and to practice patience and humility but a sincere apology free of conditions and expectations will go a long way towards your receiving forgiveness in the end so it's not that hard to develop a forgiving heart and when we overcome suffering we gain more mature understanding of what it means to be humble courageous and loving in the world we may be moved to create an atmosphere of forgiveness in our homes and workplaces to help others who've been harmed um overcome their suffering or to protect our communities from a cycle of hatred and violence all of these choices can enlighten the heart and bring joy to one's life but don't forget to forgive yourself and once you forgive yourself you forgive others i thank you so much for listening to this podcast i'm so grateful for you that you're listening and i'm hoping that all of us are moving in the right direction as we go through this election forgiving those who have no sense of empathy forgiving those who have who are really operating on anger and hatred every day right before you go to bed and say lord i forgive the people who have harmed me i forgive people who don't understand what empathy is i i i forgive people who don't understand what it is not to go on without food on their table because sometimes people don't have empathy they don't they've never experienced all these things and some people just naturally they don't have empathy so some people may believe that love for another um who's harmed you is not possible but i found that many people who forgive eventually find a way to open their hearts if you shed bitterness and put love in its place and then repeat this many 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 other people you become free to love more widely and deeply this kind of transformation can create a legacy of love that will live on long after you are gone so let's love each other and as you love each other um it's easy to forgive and know that it's kind of hard for many people of forgiveness is a way of freeing yourself from all headaches and drama i love you thank you for listening to i am because you are podcast may god bless you